I'm Steve Fisher. When the pandemic hit, many people looking for partners turned to online dating sites. For Mike Faith and Andrew Tomar, it led to a 204-day first date. April 1st was the meeting online. April 2nd was our conversation on FaceTime. April 3rd, we met in person, and that was kind of it, really. We moved in together that day. It was love at first ping, and they're my guests on Life Slices. Welcome, Mike and Andrew, to Life Slices. Hey, nice to be here, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to start with something that I hope is relatively easy. Give me your dating site profiles. (laughs) It's been two years. I'm not sure if I can remember what's on there now. (laughs) I remember mine. You remember yours? What What did you say? So when I researched this website, they said to keep it very simple and just enough to peek in crest on the other end, use emojis as much as possible and less words. So I ended up using some emojis. And one was yoga, one was travel, like plane, uh, one was music. And um, I think there was a smile in there, and I can't remember what the others were. So the the way to, to some men's heart is through emojis, it's evidently. <laughs> I was told it was food. <laughs> Mike, what would you say about yourself if you had to write your profile right now? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I'm out of practice now. I, I mean, I was an expert at this when I was, you know, a few years ago, but now I'm probably a little bit out of out of practice. But I, I think I, I probably put travel in there as, as, a, as a key thing, and I put a couple of cities that I enjoy visiting a lot. And uh, I think I put that I was vegetarian, because for some people that can be good, and some people that can be not good. I think those are the things that, that come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm guessing if you were trying to attract a cattle rancher, that would not be a great thing to put down. Exactly. And it probably wouldn't be my ideal fit, so that would be good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what can you mention which site you met on? Yeah, it was a site called The League. I'm not familiar with that one. I thought I knew every dating site. The League? There's a new one for you, you see. <laughs> I'm going to check that out after we get off here because I'm having no success on the others. So what are the details? How did you actually meet? So we, we connected um, on, the, on, on, the, on, the, on the dating site and Andrew sent me a message or I sent her a message and responded. And we just had a couple of messages and I said, should we do a FaceTime date? This was early COVID when you know, no one was getting together. And uh, I thought FaceTime dates were great. You could do two and three in a night, and they didn't cost anything because you know, everyone bought their own drinks. You sat in the armchair and talked. So we chatted away. We had a 45-minute date set up, but we were still going after about two hours. Well, Andrew, you want to tell the rest? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So it was pretty cool. Um, April 1st, we connected, and I had uh, not paid for my app, Steve. Um, COVID was happening, so I didn't know what the world would look like, how much I could travel or anything. And I did look up for an app uh, to meet somebody like outside of Milwaukee, so not the traditional match, match or whatever, Bumble. And the league came up and it said, and the cool thing about the league was the LinkedIn profiles are linked to your profile. So you could actually do a little research on the person. So anyways, that's the background. But on April 1st, we connected. I sent Mike a message and literally... Few minutes later, Mike says, 
how about a FaceTime date tomorrow? And I'm like, man after my heart, I don't want to tell you my life story about my kids, about my job, about my life, if we don't even like each other or even connect on any whatever level. And um, Mike said FaceTime date tomorrow, which was April 2nd. And at the end of it, Mike said, I'd get on a plane and come see you. And I said, oh, it's only eight and a half hour drive. But a little background to that was on Mike's dating app, it said downtown, his location. So I'm thinking Chicago downtown because I was in Milwaukee. No way I was thinking Nashville. And what happens is on when we start talking, we find out he's in Nashville, I'm in Milwaukee. So I'm Googling while we're talking, you know, joys of internet. And I'm like, Oh, it's only an eight and a half hour drive. And Mike, like two seconds later, comes back. He's like, okay, toss a coin. Tails, you come down. Heads, I come up. And I'm like, I don't want you coming up because how do I kick somebody out if I don't like him? And (laughs) um, so I say, I won the toss because I travel a lot for work. I'm very comfortable traveling solo. And I said, I can go. And enough was on the internet for Mike Faith when you Google him. So I felt comfortable. I'm like, if nothing else, I'll meet a cool guy and I'll drive back. And so the next day, April 3rd, I drove down and Mike. (laughs) And that was it. 204 days together for the first date. (laughs) That's a long first date. I always thought two hours was long, but (laughs) 204 (laughs) days. Wow. Okay, so 204 days is a very long date. Did, <laughs> how, did, how did you do it for 204 days if you had to travel eight hours to get to Mike? Yeah, so what happened was I came down for two days and ends up Mike's like, oh, do you have to be back? I'm like, no, I have my computer. If I don't have to be in front of a customer, I can work from anywhere. All I need is internet. And we were getting along really great and it was quite fun. And so I think I ended up staying for five days, the first five days. And at the end of it, I'm like, I think I need to get her back home. And Mike's like, okay, you get back home. So I got, got home around 9 PM and Mike was there the next day by like, I think two, three o'clock. So if we were together within 24 hours, we did back and forth a few times. Uh, we counted it as the same day. So it wasn't a break in, um, our dating. If it was more than 24 hours is what our category was to break in dating. (laughs) Okay. Now I detect, uh, this is how quick I am. I detect a little bit of difference in your accents. Mike, you don't sound like you're from Nashville and Anju, you don't sound like you're from (laughs) Minneapolis. So (laughs) Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I'm sorry. It's all the same to me. So where are you both from? So I'm I'm from I'm from London a long time ago, but I've been in the in the U.S. for uh, over 30 years, and I spent a lot of time in uh, in San Francisco, but moved to Nashville about five years ago. And Anju? Yeah, so I'm from India a long time ago, 32 years ago, and then I moved to New Jersey, then to Michigan, then to Milwaukee, and now in Nashville. So you're you're true U.S.ers at this point. It's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that would have made a difference on the dating sites, but uh. I have to say though, one really quick thing: when I got off my first FaceTime date with Mike, at the end of it, I this is quite cheesy, but I got off the date. And I'm like, I think I'm in love because it was his accent was so cute. <laughs> That's all it takes. Wow, I'm going to work on my my British <laughs> accent before I get on another dating site. It's- well, I mean. 
Now that I know it was just the accent, I might have a change of mind. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't lose the accent, Mike. You're in trouble. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, so between online conversations and the meeting in person, how long did you actually know each other before you decided to move in together? Well, I mean, it was really right away. So, you know, we had the, we, we had the initial... April 1st was the uh, meeting online, connection online. April 2nd was our conversation on FaceTime. April 3rd, we met in person, and that was kind of it, really. We moved in together that day. We didn't realize that we were doing it for 204 days, but we did. So how many of your friends and relatives said, you guys are crazy? Most all. <laughs> my my mom, because two weeks into it, I had to tell my family. Like, I just could not not tell them. So I told family, kids, mom, dad, my close, really, group of people. And my mom did say, take it slow. And I'm like, mom, why am Late. I taking it slow? No, yeah, exactly. Am I looking for red flags or am I going fast to make it work? So well, well, that's especially talking about red flags. There are so many. I can, I, I can't count on my hands and feet the number of TV movies and shows there are about dating site scammers and horrible things that have happened to people. Did that run through your mind at all, especially Anju, when you were making that eight-hour drive to Nashville? Did that sink in at all? Mm, it did come to mind, but um, I think I just took it. I, I think what helped was. The internet was really my friend in that part. When you plug in Mike Fate's name, a lot comes up. And he sounds he seems like a really cool guy when you look at it, not knowing anything about him. And I said, I always have the option to leave, right? So I'm not tied in. I'm going to meet a cool guy, whatever. So no, I wasn't quite worried. I'm, I, I think that fear element is missing in me because I can jump off the planes I guess that played in here, which played very positively in our, us, I think. Mike, is your real last name Faith, or did you change it to that, hoping to get somebody like Anju? <laughs> that is my last name, Steve. So <laughs> did that help the, or not? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it did. I think it's the most beautiful last name. And I say, and very cheesily, I'll say this, is I took the leap of faith for Mike Faith. <laughs> I love it. I love. Are you getting bumper stickers made up or <laughs> going on? A, the, the dating is one thing. Actually, jumping into buying a condo together. Mm-hmm. What went into that decision? That's a big commitment. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were we were there in Milwaukee, and uh, we were we went to one of Andrew's friends. Um, Andrew already had a, a unit in in the building, but it was a one bedroom unit. And I said, if we're going to hang out a lot, we'd need a bigger place i had a place in nashville and she had a place in milwaukee and and we really liked this friend of hers condo and um the next day after we'd been there one of them came up in the building that had a large balcony and we liked and we just thought let's buy it so it's kind of crazy really because if our kids did stuff like this i'd probably you know want to whack them around the head for it but um there you go i guess as you get older you start doing silly things again why not <laughs> like me with this podcast so where where is the condo the condo's in in, in milwaukee? milwaukee yeah mm, that mm-hmm. was the first one together um how many did you buy since then another one mike (laughs) in in nashville so we're spending more time in nashville now so this has progressed from dating site meeting to monopoly (laughs) (laughs) i like that something like that (laughs) (laughs) 
Do your kids, have your kids met? On FaceTime, they have met. Uh-huh. Um, they've not met in person yet. I can't wait for that to happen. But I've met Mike's kids and um, Mike has met my kids. And I think we're pretty close to all of that. Yeah. It's beautiful. They get along? Well, they haven't met each other yeah, in person. Yeah, but I mean, but, but even on FaceTime. Even yes. on FaceTime. Yes, okay. yes. Is there a big age difference? No, it's uh, one of the things we both got kids of kind of similar-ish ages, uh, which just kind of made that nice and easy, um, just because there's some shared experiences there as well. Do you know if they're sharing calls without you guys on them? Not yet. We don't think so, but you never know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do the kids live? My, my daughter's in um, Glasgow, Scotland, and my son is in Atlanta. And I have a son in Bay Area, and my daughter's in Michigan right now. Holy cow. You guys are all over the map. I, I think you, it's not just conquering dating sites. You're trying to conquer the world. It's, <laughs> <laughs> if you start having kids together, who knows where they're going to end up? <laughs> I think we'll be passing on that one. We're okay there. <laughs> <laughs> as beautiful as that thought is, I think we're past that, yes. Uh, so you're both... <laughs> Can I mention you're both over 50? Yeah, indeed. Did that play into the decision to get together as quickly as you did? I, I think it's nice to have someone of similarish age. So, um, you know, that kind of helps a little bit with shared life experiences um, and where we are. So that certainly helped. And then another thing that helped a lot, Steve, was just we're both able to kind of work from home or work from anywhere. So that puts us in a really nice position to be able to spend time together at home or spend time traveling. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying about the age thing because I'm 70 and I'm doing online dating and I will get something from women saying, let's take it slow. And I think I don't have that much time left at my age. Who knows how much longer I'm going to be here? How slow do you want to go? Yeah. 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 And for me, I wanted an older person, but not too old. So it was just Mike, Mike and I are like the right difference, and it just was beautiful, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Are you saying I'm older than you? This is new information. <laughs> ooh, ooh, we just started a fight. This is exciting. <laughs> so now, at this point, how long have you been together? Well, it'll be two years in um, just over a April week's time. 1st, yeah, on April 1st. And, and where does it go from here? Well... Is this a, is this a delicate I, I question? My, no, no, no. I, I, I think, well, we are in it for 40 years. That's what we've talked about. And two years done, Mike can go on dating apps after 38 years. At that point, either I will be dead or I won't care. So he can use all his credits from the dating. Yeah, so, um, so, so here was the thing, Steve. I mean, you know, I, I paid for the premium account, which costs a little bit, and I've got all these credits that I can't use now. So we said 40 years, and then, um, or maybe I can transfer the credits to you if you'd like them. Cause I I, oh, I'll, I'll take them. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the cheap plan. You know, it's like I have to, I have to put in my notes to, to women that I'm not currently a paid subscriber. So if you want to contact me, and I give them like a, an email – and that so far that hasn't all right because I'm beginning I'm getting to the point where I'm ready to give up on on dating sites and just put on a sandwich board and walk walk up and down the street going we'll marry for housing. <laughs> I don't think that'll work either. So in in all this time, not that it's been a lot of time, but it's been a, a significant amount of time. In what ways has your first impression of each other changed or stayed the same? Good question. 
I don't know if it has very much for me. I mean, obviously, when you spend spend a lot of time together, you you learn more about each other, and you do have some moments now and again where it's not quite as perfect as you want to be. But but generally, I think the Andrew that I found and met originally is the Andrew that I know and love today. So uh, I feel very lucky and privileged that it's the same person. What attracted you to each other from the get-go? I mean, obviously you're two attractive people and and so that is is there. But what was it in talking for two hours? (laughs) It's like, what did you learn about each other that really jumped out at you? I can go. Go ahead. Mm. Um, The first was obviously Mike's accent. (laughs) <laughs> that was a quick hook. Um, then just his intelligence and his just kind of like a spunk for life. Like you could tell, like he just loves to live life. And we realized we're both quite social. We love to travel. We can both travel in our carry-ons for two weeks to Europe. We are both vegetarians. We have older kids. And the biggest piece was when we spoke to each other this time around in a relationship, no one else was going to be our number one. I wanted my partner to be my number one. And he had the same feeling. And I, that just was like brilliant to me. And I know every relationship is hard work. Uh, 95% is gorgeous. 5% can be awful. But that can be the real growth that brings you really together. And that's what we focus on. Because making it work is the only option in my mind. Mike? Well, and all, all of that was was indeed the case. And there's two other things I'll add if I if I can, Steve. One was um, when Andrew arrived, I had a lot of Indian food, beans, lentils, and spices on the counter because I love Indian food. So that was just one of those you know things that just worked so well for us because we both and love you cooked Indian in, for in, me. I cook Indian food, but not as well as Andrew. Andrew is an incredible cook. Um, <laughs> But, but the, the food is definitely was definitely important and attraction. But there was one thing that was different that was you know we had to reconcile a little bit, and that was you know I uh, I fly United and Andrew flies Delta, so we had to figure out which airline we were going to go with. So that that was our that was our tough decision early on. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised you stayed together. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a <laughs> big difference there. We we tried to come together on that one, but we've since realized that when I fly with Mike, we'll do United. But and I'm flying for work, I'm going to do Delta. <laughs> well, that that makes sense. I mean, we're, you fly United as any couple should. United. <laughs> so, uh, other than the kids, how? What other relatives have you? introduced to each other. So Andrew took me to India a few months ago. We met her parents and um, sister, and we've already met her brother. Um, I don't have quite so much close family, so um, but so I've met a lot of Andrew's family, and that's been wonderful. Yeah, Mike got to meet my extended family, even though it was a lot at, like, to all at once. Um, I've met, um, besides Mike's kids, I met his sister in England, mm. and lots of his friends all over the world as far as in person or over FaceTime. Mike does a beautiful job of putting me on FaceTime and pulling me over and like just calling everyone. Pretty soon in two weeks, Mike's daughter, her husband, her in-laws from Scotland are coming and then Mike's ex-wife and her boyfriend are coming, which we're super excited. And I'm really like, I like, I really, really, really like Melinda, which is Mike's ex-wife. And yeah, so I, I can't wait for them to come. 
this could be dangerous. The <laughs> you, you don't want her to get too close to the ex-wife because then, you know, she might be coming back to you with some stuff going, yeah, he still does that. It's, probably, probably. I'm sure they'll have a that's great okay. time. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Anju, is your, is your sister married? Yeah, my sister's married with a husband and two kids. My brother's married. So my sister's in India. My brother's in Boston with his uh, wife and two young girls who are super close to Uncle Mike. <laughs> so so now that it's been this much time, all those people who, who might have thought you were crazy in the beginning, what do they say now? They're so happy for me and everyone loves Mike. It's hard to not love Mike. <laughs> Good. Keep it that way, Mike. I don't want to see you as the subject of a Netflix film. Good. So. Thank you. <laughs> what would you like people to know uh, about yourselves or your relationship that I haven't asked about? Maybe one thing is, you know, I, I dated quite a lot and I worked quite hard. At it. And as I say to Andrew, I, I did the hard work to find you. Um, so I, I was the one putting the work in. I think, I, I think sometimes I, I talk to people and they say, oh, we'll go on a, you know, went, I went on a date last month and I was, a, I was on a date every night and it was a lot of work. And sometimes it was fun and sometimes it wasn't good work. But you know, if you want to meet someone, I think there's a lot of work that has to go in, particularly as we get older and we get a bit more particular in who we want to meet. But there's also that sense for, I get from you two that it was your being older that led you to make a quicker decision because you've experienced so many different types in your life that you kind of knew what you wanted and what you didn't want. Yeah, definitely. And also part of it was covid if it wasn't for covid maybe i would have gone up on a plane and booked a ticket back for the next day who knows but i think because of covid we kind of decided to take the chance to to to, to lock down together and kind of worked in our favor so you yeah. fell you fell in love because of a virus what does that say <laughs> nice i'm thankful for it <laughs> yeah we've dated i think i say i tell mike i think we've dated 10 years in two years time because it's 24 7 we're working together, we're in the house together, we're eating together, there's no restaurants to go to, to be distracted, there's no socializing to be distracted by other people. It's just one-on-one, -on -one. and I truly got challenged to be in a relationship that I'd never been before, like, in that manner. And we're different. We're Personality-wise, we're, I think, polar opposite uh, in certain things, but that's where the growth came in, and just learning and wanting to make this work and like trying to understand each other, I think was really key. That this, I, I'm loving this. This is this is great. It gives me such hope, and I'm I'm sure for a lot of people who are struggling to find the right person, gives them hope too. Because I know I talk to a lot of people who are single and have given up on on dating sites online yeah. and just saying it just doesn't work. Forget it. But you are proof that it can work, even yeah. long distance. So what advice would you give to people who are single now and trying to find that particular somebody in their life? What, would, what advice would you give them? I, I think a few things, Stephen. I don't know if it's advice. I mean, I can only share my experience. I don't know if that's right for, for other people or not. 
I, I write goals on the mirror every year, and I wrote a goal to find someone two years ago, or just over two years ago now. And I read my goals every every day when I brush my teeth. And I think, you know, that just written goals help help manifest things. I, I did work hard at it, and but I knew what I wanted, and I knew what wouldn't work. And I think when, you know, although sometimes things change, you don't always get what you expect and it's okay to change when you meet someone you think actually this will work for me i had a pretty clear vision which helped me kind of you know manifest it so uh, i've been asked if i can write a book on it and i might even do it because i'm passionate about what happened and how it works so so maybe who knows sometime in the next year perhaps i'll write it all down and uh, and come up with the best selling book and and steve mike is a very good writer like he'll whip out poems like anything without editing in 5 minutes when he thinks it, feels it. Does he write you, even though you're now living together, does he write you love letters and little poems and stuff that you po- find on the pillow? Come up. Yes, there's poems that come up. Yes, yes, okay. definitely. And sometimes notes come up. It just shows up in different ways. He does really make me feel like his queen, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mike, you are you're an affront to males everywhere. That's <laughs> putting Thank you. Make, putting a lot of pressure on the rest of us to do it right. <laughs> at, at the beginning of our chat, uh, I asked you to provide the dating site profiles for yourselves. Now, I want you to give the dating site profile for each other. Anju, what would you write about Mike? Mm, ha, this is a good question. Um, what I would say is a person who can treat his woman like a queen, number one, who's super intelligent, super fun to be with, beyond loving and caring, but you have to let him care for you, (laughs) not fight it. Wow. (laughs) Just like, we're just so in sync. Like he makes it, once I understood Mike, he makes it easy for me to be around him and I can be myself with him. I'm in awe of him. I'm, he's a great linguist. He is a great writer. He could be a stand-up improv uh, in any given moment. He's a good cook. I won't say a great cook. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a great breakfast cooker <laughs> or maker. He just knows how to make a person feel special and he's got the biggest most loving, caring, given heart. And people won't even know that he's doing it, and he does it. That's lovely. Okay, uh, Mike, you want to go out? Oh, wait oh. a minute. Uh, sorry, she made you sound so good. I was yeah. ready to no, this, ask you out. So, this is great. I was going to say, could you repeat all that, Andrew? I just want to make sure I capture it. It was terrific. <laughs> I've, I've got it recorded. I'll be happy to send you that segment. Mike, what would you say about Anju? Yeah, well, when you asked the question, I just thought I started start jotting down a few words. And just by chance, a lot of them begin with S. So this is, you know, just pure chances, I think. But sweet, smart, sassy, spontaneous, social. But there's one that doesn't begin with S, which is open to learning, um, which is really appealing to me as well. And there's another S one I just thought of. I'm going to say it sexy. How about that? That works. That works. Okay. <laughs> Well, guys, this has been great, and thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Much continued happiness and success, and I hope that we can do a follow-up in 30 years to see if you're using those credits, Mike. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea, Stephen. Thanks for us, Evan. Uh, thanks for having us on your show. Really appreciate it. It's been fun talking. And if you're ever in Nashville, 
please come have a drink with us. <laughs> I'll be happy to do that. My thanks to Mike Faith and Andrew Tamar for telling their story. Online dating may not be for everyone. Your results may vary. But the bottom line is there's someone out there for you. In other words, love will find you when it's ready for you. If you enjoyed this program, please like us and subscribe wherever you find podcasts and on social media. Life Slices is produced by Beasley Graves Productions, all rights reserved. Music courtesy of Fesley and Studios.